0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number twenty-seven of the daily face off podcast. I'm your host, Brock Segan. With me, as always, to my right, I've got Dylan D. Berthew. How's it going, Brock? It's going good today, was absolutely ridiculous, oh my god, insane, and to my left, Michael Biebs, Bonnie, Michael, how's it going? I actually got here first and I had to resuscitate Brock when I walked in, Uh, it was kind of awkward, but we got it done, he's ready. That's why the defibrillator's in the garage, yeah, exactly, (laughs) just in case uh, DFO ever, you know, blows up like it did today. No, it was wild, because like, I was sitting there, um, I don't know if any of our listeners actually know this, but I'm also starting like, a baseball website, which is, Nearly identical yep. To Daily Face-Up Plug it up Plug it, it up it's, it's coming soon It's called The Daily Dugout It's gonna be dope It's basically Just Daily Face-Up But for baseball So I was working on that like, But like I have to still Pay attention To make sure Nothing crazy goes down sure. in, in the NHL Which normally it doesn't Because it's not July 1st yet yep. And then I see You know Bob McKenzie's just like Okay um, It looks like Taylor Hall is gonna be traded I'm like Oh okay This is gonna be crazy And then the <laughs> Taylor Hall Trade happened I'm like okay So whatever No big deal I write which about is it crazy and my mom right now is, like, not able to drive. And my dog needed some shots. She's like, Brock, I need you to drive me to the, to the animal hospital, blah, blah, blah. Like, let's go. I'm like, Mom, Taylor Hollis got traded. Like, I can't do it. She's like, Brock, it So I ended up doing it. As I'm in the parking lot, Stamkos just decides to resign for the Lightning. And then Weber and Suban, that, that goes down, too. It was just, it, way too quick. For reason. everything. So like it was a wild hour. The Stamp yeah. Coast was just kinda of peppered in there. Yeah, yeah. dude. Slurred. I like legit like my tweet on from Daily Faceoff, which is like also Stamp Coast Resigned and some guys are like, Yeah, this is a big news, it just required the also tag. I'm like <laughs> like I didn't know how else to break it. Like it just like all happened so fast. Like like normally that'd be like breaking news. Stamp coach resigned lighten, but it just it wasn't the case. But before we get into all of today's craziness and uh, Friday's free agency period, um It's also just a nice weekend for Canadians and our American listeners alike. It's a nice long weekend for everybody. So um, I know me personally, we're headed up to our cottage this weekend. We're going up Friday morning. Be um, in of the states for Canada Day? Yeah. yeah. Well, like for shame. Bro. But it, but I'm also yeah, it's like my dad. My dad goes golfing in the states. But it's gonna be cool actually because like it's my first time. Canada it's it's like the first time I'm actually gonna be in the states for like July 4th too. Like it's gonna be sure. wild. Yeah. Like I know like the little like our our cottage is in a small town, and apparently like there's only two things that they go all out for. One is St. Patty's Day for whatever reason, and then obviously I think we know that reason. Yeah, obviously July 4th. Like they just go nuts. So like the fireworks and like the party it's gonna be good but d i know you got a little bit of you got some plans here for canada day since you're gonna stay on this side of the border yeah heading up to the big t.o. Nice. t.o to what just to mourn the loss of stamkos or <laughs> or do you have other plans actually we're going to the the toronto blue jays game on canada day that would be fun. Dude, it's a lot of fun. I've been there. Uh, I've been to it before, and they, they sell out, right? And are they giving away jerseys again like they did last year? I know uh, they gave like, fans jerseys. No, I don't think so. They normally the gave away thing. like little mini flags, though. Yeah. And then they bring out the big one that covers the whole outfield. But it, honestly, it's just a party. Everyone's having a good time. You know? Some beverages being had beverages will definitely be consumed but the atmosphere is just great like i've been to, like the playoff games last year like also sell games obviously and also amazing but it, it was just it's way different like the everyone's just in like the best mood having yeah. a great time and there's just a baseball game happening in the i've night. never been like personally to like obviously a jays uh mm-hmm. candidate game but like is like like ticket price wise is it like yeah. really oh, yeah. is it crazy expensive yeah, it jumps go? up. yeah it's like a, well if you were lucky enough to get it through like the website or whatever and then it's like still a premium game but like if you're looking at it on stopover right yeah now. yeah because they the... sell out right like yeah so okay i figured it would be more yeah expensive. well i think like canada doesn't really have a lot of like uh traditional celebrations for canada day like there's that stuff that happens in ottawa yeah and stuff like that but like so i think a lot of people just no. Yeah, it's really more people just like the day having day. their weekend off and just go yeah, party in a cottage just, yeah, or whatever it, it yeah so it's just it's if a you're cool, 17 you go to grand yeah, band <laughs> yeah day, yeah but it's just it's a really cool way to spend canada day for sure for sure yeah. beeps you and, got some plans um I'm just gonna stick around and hold down the fort here. Uh, we're from Windsor, so someone's gotta make sure that Aaron Neckblad has an interview near him if he gets traded. So <laughs> that's just what that's what I'm doing. That's why I'm staying home. No, not actually. I gotta work for the weekend, but. Uh gotta pay those bills so. sucks to suck whatever gets it done right yeah well you know the daily face up podcast is not quite exploded like we had hoped and uh, you guys still <laughs> are working yeah. on the free dollars so you have to just like rely on actual yeah, we're jobs we're grinding we're grinding yeah, uh, do it for the love and most importantly for the people oh yeah. it's all about the people yeah you know what though, like for the Twitter followers, I that's actually, what I do it for. I actually just said that like I'd never been to a Blue Jays game on Canada, but like honestly, I've never been to a Jays game at Rogers Center. That's the that's mo- what I was wondering. No, about I actually, that. I actually, I thought about it because I've been to a Raptors, I've been to a Leafs, but I've never actually like I've seen the Jays a bunch of times in Detroit at Comerica, but I've never been to Rogers Center. Go and I heard it's I, the dome. I heard it's sick there. Like it's pretty fun. Like yeah. it's just, I heard it's like basically like kind of like it's not like the coolest stadium ever it's just like no, a big bubble not, but no i heard it's a it's quite the party yeah you hey, can no, bring your. Old, I heard you can bring your Go, own Santa grub in off on, the street yeah. too, like just like yeah. walk in with like your own grub. Mm, that I can't confirm. Yeah, you can bring in street meat. I'm pretty sure that you buy outside like hot dogs and shit. But mm-hmm. I don't know if you, I can walk in with a bag of McDonald's. Yeah. It definitely keeps. Uh, it's kind of cool because I noticed that like compared to Comerica, it keeps the sound in a lot. More. Oh yeah. So, you know something big happens and that place just blows up. It just seems like, like a, I don't know. Like, that's not like the baseball environment. Though. Like obviously, like when the roof's open, it's a little bit better. But when it's like the domes closed, like, that would just be me, so yeah, dude. If you just the Tigers so, just happened too. Like, the weather's just so bad. Well, it's just so unpredictable. Yeah, for yeah, sure. So weird. But we'll mm-hmm. save all this baseball talk for the Daily Dugout podcast sure. yep. to uh, be released in the future. Uh-huh. Uh, but today, <laughs> today. Today, like, I know I tweeted out today, like, this might have been the craziest 20 minutes in NHL history. Like, it was absolutely awesome. yeah. It, yeah, like, all, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even, like, trade deadline has never seen, like, yeah. anything like this. Yeah, like, like it was ice, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think was... today is going to be bigger than Friday, which is, uh... Besides Canada Day, it's also a national holiday because it is the Free Agent Yeah, Friends it's day. definitely one of the biggest traditions is just sitting at home yeah. watching yeah. Free Agent Friends, Friends. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Nothing. Free Agent Day, what are do you doing? <laughs> yeah. But let me just break down this 20-minute period of... Um, I'm sure the majority of... Not the majority, but some of you have already seen this on my Twitter today. But I'm going to run through it again. Um, at 3.42 p.m., um, the Oilers traded Taylor Hall to the Devils for Adam Larson. Very questionable. Who, I know, who's Adam Larson? I know all the boys from Oilers Nation were just losing their shit. And rightfully so. But we'll break down this trade here in a minute. Um... So that was at 3:42. At 3:57, um, it was announced that Stamkos was basically off the free agent market and he was going to re-sign in Tampa Bay. Um, it still hasn't been totally confirmed. Maybe it has been now, but like I still haven't seen like anything from the actual like Tampa Bay Lightning saying this happened. But um, it's believed to be an eight-year deal worth 8.5 million per year. Um, So that was at 357, and then at 401, the Habs come in with a blockbuster, just totally overshadowing the Taylor Hall deal, trading P.K. Subban to the Nashville Predators for Shea Weber. Like, talk about a hockey deal. Um, The one thing that a lot of people are pointing out, that this is Nashville's... Like, these one-for-one deals aren't easy to pull off. And David Poyle has made two this year. First, it was... um, Johansson straight up for Seth Jones, and then now we've got Subban, Schaefer, Weber. Like, those are two just crazy hockey deals. Um, I mean, cr- acquiring a player like PK Subban and Ryan Johansson, that's pretty incredible. Uh, I mean, he obviously gave up quite a bit. Two of his, the cornerstones of his franchise, especially like where they bottom, had a on depth, the blue like, line. Insane yeah, amount of yeah. yeah, and he moved those two pieces and it worked out. But uh, before we just. We dissect all of these moves. Um, it's worth mentioning, I saw a crazy stat this afternoon when all this um, was going on. The top six picks in the 2010 NHL draft have all been traded now. Um, Taylor Hall, who obviously went first overall, as I mentioned, was traded to New Jersey. Tyler Segan, who was also traded by Peter Shirelli, Um Really... I think everyone's kind of questioning how this guy still even has a job, let alone like in the <laughs> NHL industry, let alone a job like in general. Like I don't even know if he could manage like your local grocery store at this point. He's really having a rough go, but he somehow <laughs> traded Dijon Ketchup for Hines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and like no just, one's understanding just why. <laughs> crazy. Uh, but Eric and Branson, he was just traded recently this offseason. He went from Florida to Vancouver. He was the third overall pick in that draft. As we mentioned, Ryan Johansson went from Columbus to Nashville. He was fourth overall. Um, Nino Niederreiter, um, he was also dealt... Um, where did he go? Minnesota. Minnesota. Yes. I, haven't ri- I, I knew I wrote for this down wrong because I wrote he got traded to the Islanders, but I knew... I'm oh like, that doesn't make any sense. He remember. was drafted by the Islanders. He was traded to Minnesota. Thank you for the help, boys. And then Brett Connolly, who was originally drafted sixth overall by the Lightning, was traded from Tampa Bay to Boston. Um, so the top six... Yeah. Picks in the two thousand ten draft. That's gonna be so a Jeff quick... Skinner, you're next. Yeah, you Jeff... watch it. You got that And you know what that's like you like, get wheeled, buddy. That's totally like a thing that oh, could yeah. happen. Yeah. Like it's not out, out of the realm of possibility right. at all. Um He's just but, sitting in bed tonight, like, uh, enjoy your days in Carolina. Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Being moved soon. <laughs> For sure. That's a, that's gonna be a crazy trivia question though, one year. Like it's gonna be like, Okay, so all six picks of the two thousand ten draft were traded. Who were they? And people are gonna be like, Oh, the one guy that's for sure gonna get left out of there is Brett Conley <laughs> yeah, no like, one, whoa, whoa, whoa. even Nino Niederreiter really like at the same time Niederreiter's less I mean actually good. Same time I would as say as Good as Branson as well. was pretty surprising but at the time Good Branson was like an insane prospect yeah, he, was a stud. he was like just such a monster and he still is but it just he never really panned out kind of like the rest of them like looking back like Ryan Johansson Going after good brands and just seems well, crazy. Well, even like Fowler. You. Remember how far Fowler dropped in that draft? Yeah. What Was it sixteen or something? Twelve. Twelve. Oh yeah. yeah, the Ducks. After being in like the top, the top for yeah, but the top two. Like or three yeah, he year. was eleventh overall selection. Jack Campbell. Recently traded to LA. Yeah, so for they're, Nick they're, Ebert, they're, they were yeah. not they teammates? Teammates, Windsor, team team Yeah, windsor alert. The last pick of the 2012 <laughs> or 2013 draft, Nick Ebert, the very last pick. There. Yeah, pulled a Patrick Horn. He was supposed to be a big deal, but he yeah, never he really. He won. was one of those guys where when he was 16. It was like this guy's gonna be a first round talent, whatever. And by the time he was like 18, he was a final round Well, it was kind of like that. Even like that, Sean Day. Like he, he was. Granted like the exceptional status yeah. in the OHL And then he dropped into the second round Or maybe third round I think yeah, actually was, yeah, he, uh, To the Rangers in the NHL draft It, it was weird It was weird like during like his interview Like they put him on the spot so hard Like at the NHL draft They're basically just like Yeah so like you were like granted exceptional <laughs> status and, Like everybody else that's been given that You don't, uh, you don't that, like that exceptional <laughs> Yeah like everybody else that was granted that status Like went first overall And you're going to the third round Like how does that make you feel And he was just like Kid's just crawl Obviously, around. like, shit, bro. Like, why would you ask me? Like, sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever. Um, But let's get into these moves oh, today. that's like, the Sean Day. Yeah. yeah. We hope you do well, kid. I guess. You have got drafted to the Rangers. I don't really... It's I like, kind of hope he struggles. That's a name. <laughs> Sounds like a golfer. Related yeah. to Jason. I was going to say, you're saying that strict. Because <laughs> Jason Day exists. Probably. Yeah. Also, I apologize to all of our listeners. I have been unable to shake this cough for, like, a week. So, if I cough during this episode, I... It's my bad. I just can't. So I can't shake it. Yeah, I can't shake it. Uh, but let's. Brock got so excited today, screaming that he scratched his throat. Is really, <laughs> good, really what happened there. I'll try to cover it up as much as possible. Um, but D, we'll we'll start with you here. Taylor Hall for Adam Larson on Twitter. Peter Sirelli was just absolutely Super bad lit up. I mean, um, how long did it take for those reports to start filing out about other executives saying, like, "Where were you? Why didn't you?" Yeah, come to we would have given you more. Yeah, we would have. Yeah. We would have easily beat this package. I don't get how they didn't like at least get a pick involved with or something, anything, dude. Like, I honestly expected a first to be involved in there. That's how like off the trade was. I like a yeah, first I mean, down the line or something like that, or even a second next. He's done year, nothing to know, like legitimize you know. his draft yeah. selection. Yeah, yet, he, like, went all, fourth, fourth fourth he went third or fourth, wherever he went. At all, yeah. it's like it's like Edmonton hasn't even watched him play in the last five years. Well, yeah. like, okay. Oh, a fourth overall pick? Yeah, we'll take it. I remember scouting when he was 18. This guy... He was he was a stud. This guy's really real He was deal. a stud. <laughs> That's for sure what the war room was like. Yeah. No, but the thing for yeah, me... Let's, let's, let's say, say yes. Let's the, send the, Taylor. The thing for me Ebs, is not that... I do no, they'll do Hall, though. <laughs> the thing for me is that, like... Hall's really all good. All of a sudden, Edmonton thing. has yeah, such a strong core Kings down the middle. They got... Now they had McDavid. Then they have Dre Seidel and r Those are... Three legitimate studs, but like you can't carry all three of those centers on your team. So trading Hall was like, yeah, trading Hall was like their attempt to acquire a, like that was like the that was the move they had Honestly, to make. It really seems like Torelli had that plan like from day one, headed in there that he was. But like, get it all. okay, but like that was the like that's the move you make to acquire like the stud defenseman like the Kevin Shattenker. Boom. and then all of a, and, then the they, and then they Suman. and then they just give it up. That. They just give it up for Adam Larson. It's like, okay, well, if like, RnH was first overall in that draft, Larson was fourth. That seems like a trade that could have happened, RnH for Larson. That would have, you know, at least. L- Got rid of one of their t- unreal centers. That's still and bad. And Hall still... Yeah. yeah that still would have been me. bad. Agree. That's still I bad. I tweeted man. that out. I'm like, why would they trade Hall when they could have just done an r and everybody's like, even so, like, that's still yeah, a bad trade. And I was hard. like, I know. But, like, I mean, at least that would have made more sense. Like, this, Hall for Adam Larson is insane. Like, like I was like, thinking, like, Anton Lander for Adam Larson. <laughs> just two guys who have not panned out just going one for one. You wrote Pekka like Yeah. Yeah. You give some... Zach Cassian and a pick.
0: Honestly, that
1: would have made a lot yeah. of sense, right? That would have been, to the plausible. No, world. no, no. They're not going <laughs> to want Yakupov. Too strong. Have you seen him put <laughs> Did you see? Have him you go ever seen overall? him go into the corners ever? You see him go first overall. <laughs> you guys, Edmonton Oilers, <laughs> war room voice is the best. Yeah, that's, that's right. truly. Yeah, him. we were actually. Outside, listening in with cups to the door. Yeah, that's, that's what we heard. But like, I, we were, I mean, like, I lied. We I think like Larson still like he's only what twenty three years old. Still has a lot of upside. He's huge. He's a good he's skater. A big old boss. He's got a. He's a good puck mover. He has upside. But like for Taylor Hall, with that upside. Yeah. Like you, you don't trade like a proven stud winger. Taylor Hall's is so good, dude. Like, oh my god! You just look at the yeah. the names he's outscored the last three years, and it's actually it's, it's like a lot of people. Like he gets criticized heavily all the time, uh, for whatever reason. But the one thing you c- can't say about Taylor Hall is like he, 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 he does he scores. He yeah, scores he scores he's great. And but personally, I I said when I, when I heard that Hall was kind of on the block or whatever, like it was this was to me this is like a Tyler Segan situation. It was a no win situation really for the, the Oilers because he's gonna get dealt and he's gonna go to wherever he does go as a twenty four year old kid with something to prove and he's gonna light it up. But now, from a fantasy perspective, is Hall going to light it up in New Jersey? Did, like, it's hard to light it up in New Jersey. That team is just notorious yeah. for not scoring. Wolves. I mean, he's used to doing a lot with not much yeah. around him, and so. now he's got his boy Adam Henrique. Who I don't his know if you guys boy. remember United Memorial Cups United from a couple years ago. So- Good. Honestly, Henry, Henry could be like a super legit fantasy. That's guy. what I'm saying. Yeah, and people are gonna think you know Henry's always been a bubble player, kind of waiver wire last pickup type guy. He could totally move up those. He was great last you know, year, I and mean, this yeah. is only gonna help him for sure. Yeah, and um, I was one of those guys who I've always thought, um, where is New Jersey? They just seem to be in Vancouver limbo, where they're both just you know maybe even worse. Than Vancouver, they don't have the prospects. They don't have the talent that's there. It's, they're stuck. It seems that way. You bring in Hall, I mean, that changes the whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah. And, it, and like, they kind of went like, they were always the team that just had these, like, 32 year old players. Like, they had the Camilleries and the Stemniacs kind of just carrying them because that's just what they did. But now that you're right, they had somebody like Hall. They got a a decent surrounding cast. Like, yeah. I would actually, I'd probably say still below average. But Corey Schneider, net, he's proven to be uh, one of the better Goalies in the NHL oh, yeah. This is a team Going forward They're like they, they, They've they stockpiled the blue line. They've sorry, stockpiled yeah. Some pretty good picks Too in the last couple years Like Especially Pavel Zaka He's coming up yep. He'll probably be on the team Next year They, got that kid they, from Barry, they could be a, 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 a solid squad Next year um, But it, I guess it The jury's still out On Hall Is he the type of player That can actually Carry a team um, To the promised lands Like the rest of the NHL superstars this can sure take a skate to the face like a champ. Yo, we learned that a couple years ago. That so, happens. I mean, if that proves anything, Taylor. <laughs> one one guy that appears to have the capabilities to be able to carry a franchise, at least Tampa Bay hopes so, is Steven Stamkos. Um, he's yet to win anything in Tampa Bay, but they have been super close for the last couple of years. He re-upped apparently this afternoon for eight years, $68 million, which is good for... 8.5 million per year. Now what um, happens with Kucherov? Kucherov is they got I do you think He let they, him go like No, he's going to s- I or? tweeted out the other day like he's going to sign basically the same contract as Philip Forsberg. Yep. Like I know that Tampa Bay's resigning Kucherov cuz Eiserman today said he's like we're not not silly not yet. We're not like not
2: we're, we're not changing
1: he, our team. Like, like we're going to try to keep this team as Together as we can But they're gonna get rid of yeah, Whatever they can I still like If I'm them Like Bishop's gone Vasilevsky can do it He's yeah. Gonna, yeah Vasilevsky's He's gonna a stud anyways. Then they got Gudulevsky too Like they don't need Bishop, they, like, they, don't need Bishop. And they can trade him for A ton Actually who yeah. knows man? Taylor Holland for Adam Larson might. Who knows Like maybe they'll get Nothing <laughs> for him um, like, um, But before Louis we break in for Bishop Yeah up. Before we break down The Stamco signing I know they like, As soon as this happened there was basically 29 other franchises just weeping that they don't get the chance to yeah. sign cuz realistically Stamkos might have been the biggest name to ever yeah. hit the free agent market in, in NHL history i mean there's been some huge free agents in the past but he didn't even tease us which, a, a first no, a former first a former first overall pick with a sixty goal year under his belt and I think three fifty goal years. Like a top three goal scorer in the league. Yeah. yeah, amazing. Like he would have been the top so but when it happened, I mean especially markets like you know, D, your your team in Toronto, my team in Detroit, those are two teams that were really fighting to hopefully sign Stamp But then when you when the talk of him signing these with these teams, it was like, okay, he's going to get like 10 mil, maybe 10 plus mil, maybe become the highest paid player in NHL history above what Taves and Kane were making. Um, but then the, the whole question of taxes and, and and state taxes started coming into question. So I know I tweeted out, okay, well, 8.5 to stay in Tampa. Why did, why would you do that when you could have made 10, $11 million in Detroit or Toronto or whatever? Yeah. So basically what it breaks down to, uh, if you, Wanted to take a look at the entire NHL and how this broke down. Visit Cap Friendly. Um, eight point five million in Tampa Bay for the exact same amount of money would have costed the Maple Leafs nine point eight three million dollars uh, just for Stamkos to make the same amount of yeah. money that he signed for in Tampa. So it would have cost he an extra one point three million dollars yeah. just because of taxes um, to sign Buffalo is also apparently one of the big frontrunners um, to sign Stamkos, it would have costed $9.316 million um, for him to make that same amount of money. And then if you were to sign with my Red Wings uh, to make the same amount as <laughs> at $8.5 million, it would have been $9.132 million. So that's a difference of $632,000, which isn't huge in the grand scheme of things when you're trying to sign a player like that. It's interesting to note Still all... All of those cap hits would have been under $10 million, yeah. which is, I, frankly, very surprising to me. Yeah, I kept, I just, like, you're right. Like, it does make a lot of sense, and, like, that's why he kind of settled for, which is definitely a smaller number. But it's just kind of weird to me that, he, I guess maybe he wanted to give them still a chance to sign the guys around him. Maybe that's the play. But, like, if you're doing that, like, seems like he could have abused it a little bit more and shot for $10 million, right? It's just, like... It's just very interesting because, like, I know I wrote an article about should the Red Wings really sign Stamkos for this $10, 10 $10.5, $11 million? Is he worth it? And, like, to me, like, $10.5 million for, you know, Taves and Kane, I would rather have Jonathan Taves as my first-line center than Steven Stamkos all day. And to pay him more than Taves to me, just didn't make a ton of sense. I don't think, like... I, I wouldn't think there's be- a lot of people that would disagree on you with you on that statement. Yep. So. You'd rather have Stamkos? Yeah, personally, also. but... Yeah. Would you? I mean, it, it's the same thing as what we're going to talk about with Subban for Weber. It's, I just it's don't a really buy Thomas into the whole that. lure of Jonathan Taze. I think he's a really good hockey player, but, like, the whole, like... I don't know. I Most, just... The, the aura that goes along with him, like, I think kind of... Yeah, it'd be nice if Stammer had Patty Kane. To play I think, though, in. but a lot of it, too, like... I think it's so undervalued to have a player that can play, that can score offensively and play in a shutdown role and and, and do it all. I guess, but they can only play so many minutes, right? Like, I'd rather just have, because, like, you have Stamkos, who's basically, every time he's on the ice, he's in a position to threaten the score because that's the position or the opportunities you set him up for. So, you. It's not like you really need him to be playing in his own end, taking defense of his own faceoffs. So if the Leafs signed stamp, if the Leaf signed Stamkos to an eight-year, eleven million dollar per year contract, you would have been that would have been fine with you. That's it. That's it. Uh, no. no, I I wasn't totally on board for the whole Stamkos thing in the first place because I didn't think it made the most sense at this point. Like it's like their smallest need really down the middle for the next. No, for sure. But like I think that money be better off spent improving the back end. That's the same thing I, That's exactly how I feel In Detroit too Yeah But he's still But Rose you think he's Like if he, like saw, if he Okay he players. signed Anywhere for 11 million That's still a reason Like he, you would have No yeah. problem with Sam Post being the Highest paid player In the NHL No he's The cap's only going up He's the best player Like you said To hit the market In however Ever. many years yeah. He's the top True. five Player in the league he, Those so good, guys should be Making yeah. the max Should it's they not That's why there's that a max point, yeah. Like like, should the best players in the league not be getting paid the max? I don't get why people make a big deal about that. Especially when they hit the free market. Hell yeah. yeah you have to overpay to get the good players in free agency. That's just the way it it's is. It's just and that's a deserved, you know, Stamkos deserves that he's the one. Absolutely. He's to the, amazing, market. Dude. He's the guy who scores all the goals and uh yeah, like you said, he's he's elite and you know, it's a it's crazy. it's crazy because like you guys made that sound so easy and yet he signed in Tampa for eight point five instead of venturing out and yeah. you guys well, dude, you GMs, it's just straight up, it's a lot of cap space that the better teams which I'm sure he wants to play for a contending team don't have because they already they already have they're already paying their max guys you know what i mean No like, for sure it's tough to go on find a, that money It think, was weird like this like this seemed like a year it was a weird year maybe i'm wrong i could be totally wrong on this but like this seemed like a year where it was like the biggest guy was hitting the free agent market ever but also so many like actual quality teams had a ton of cap space. Yeah, like he could have signed with a really good team, and it seemed like a lot made of teams that were like much better. making that room. I mean, you mentioned Detroit. Obviously, we saw the trade at the draft deadline for Datsuzu, and everyone said that's the open up room for Stamkos. You know, teams were trying to it make... probably was yeah. Oh, what? Oh, like a zillion percent. Like, like literally, Ken Holland's like, yeah, like we got rid of that contract, and uh, yeah, we're just signing Stamkos, and then he's like, I'm gonna stay at Tampa, and Ken's like, well, oh, shit. What, the, what are we going to do? Great trade for Detroit. What are we going to do now? It was still a great trade. But we're about to hit the... Can bre- we tell Montreal has to do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're about to hit the break here uh, where you guys can listen to the Bluestones, of course. But let's quickly, before we head over to the break, let's break down the Suban from Weber trade. Um, this is one of, honestly, probably the it's most crazy. intriguing yeah. one-for-one trades that we've seen a long time Like. I don't think it can be, like, even if there was just, like, three trades in a 20-minute period in the middle of June, like, that would have been crazy. But just the magnitude of all of these moves were so big. Yeah. Like, Sue for Shea Weber, that's insane. It was reported this afternoon that apparently, like, the, this this talk really heated up at the draft, and it like it was kind of, like, maybe a thing, and then all of a sudden it heated up. Like, they said, like, oh, what if we did Sue for Weber, and then... The wheel started turning, and it actually became a thing. Beebs, we'll start with you. Who who won this deal? Who came out on the on the on the better end? This is so hard to say. Um, there's just, as we mentioned, they're both both phenomenal, phenomenal d-men, and I consider both of them at least uh, top ten, even maybe even top five for both. Um, I do like Weber more, but at the same time. You, um, they're getting rid of a ten-year contract. I mean, if he gets onto the t- tail end of that contract, he's still getting paid seven point nine, and he's getting healthy. Might not be worth it. You bring in PK Subban though; he's only got six more years um, at nine million, I think it was that, uh, that yep. we talked about there. Um, I do like the deal, regardless. Um, I think it's a good shake-up for both teams. Um, I mean, you could have we could have saw. Montreal pull a Taylor Hall and go Subban for someone for nobody, and I would have sat Jonathan here shaking ahead. head. Yeah, I'm just glad they got some value for him because it seemed like Subban's time was kind of running out. Um, I've never seen someone at such an elite level get treated so badly by an organization. It sounds terrible. Um, they were basically saying we've been they've basically been shopping him all year, and you know, kind of. Uh, and you you don't want to hear that as a superstar, a guy who gives tons and tons of millions of dollars to the city to you know you're, you're that guy. He you're, was great. You're a huge icon out there. Um, uh, but I mean, it, I I really I cut it down the middle. I think it's a I think it's a good hockey deal. Um, I I really don't know what more to say about it, but I'll let you guys break that down. Dee, what do you think, dude? I think Montreal definitely acted out of a point of desperation. They basically chose Michelle Terry over PK Subban, which is never a good call. Choosing a coach over a player to begin with. Dumb. Straight yeah. up. Um, but, like, to be real, like, Nashville wasn't out and looking to move Shea Weber. You know what I mean? They weren't calling teams to be like, hey, like, we're looking to move <laughs> our captain. Or, Do you want to fight our <laughs> 20 that's, goal scoring defenseman? That's right. But this deal literally fell into their lap, and they, like, they, they had to take it. You have Subban signed through his twenty seven age 27 to 33 season for 1.25 more than you'd pay Weber from age 31 to 41. Yeah. And not to mention because this deal was signed before the new collective bargaining agreement yep. they're subject to get penalized for anything that happens after he retires on yep. the contract just as the red wings were <laughs>
2: yeah
1: yeah which could really hurt i mean so, so like honestly such a big I th- body it breaks down Shea, just trade it Shea to arizona still, he'll take it no problem yeah Shea still 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 that is their like, their obviously a future a, a pretty good defenseman with, well, with some good value like he's elite on the power play right but i think he's really started to fall apart at even strength i think Personally, I think he's already on the decline, and I don't think that's crazy to say about anyone who's 31. I think nope. your prime years are behind you at that point, and you got 10 more years in him, dude. Like, I don't know. I just think it was a, ba- a bad move for Montreal. I really do. It's it's a weird deal for me because personally, like, I love Shea Weber. Like, I think he's great. Other than when he slammed Zetterberg's face into the glass, I've loved Shea Weber's you you career. But. Like, he's big, he's physical. Obviously, he's got an absolute rocket. Um, he's He's been tremendous as a point producer and in his own end over the years. And when you think of some of the best uh, defensemen in the NHL, he's one of the first names that comes to mind. But P.K. Subban, for me personally, is not far behind. And when you look at the contract the way you just looked at it, to you, when it's, you know, age 31 to 41... Versus 27 to 33, um, that's a huge difference because even if PK Subban starts decline at 31 to 33, then he's off the books. Where if Weber starts declining, he's on for forever. He's a lifer. Yeah. Dude. Um, a lot of people will, will definitely argue that, you know, maybe, you know, Weber was the captain of Natural. Now he's going to, you know, come in potentially. Uh, he'll be a huge leader in Montreal, blah, 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 blah. But, like. I don't even. Like. I'm sure he's like a great, oh. I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure he's a solid teammate, but ha- I I I don't ever buy like putting that kind of value on a guy you're trying to acquire because who's to say just because he does well with this group here he's going to come in and automatically mesh with the leadership group? No, for had? sure. Who's to say Patch Reddy isn't pissed that they're bringing him in? You know their players aren't going to be happy that PK is gone for the most part. A lot yeah, of them aren't. Know lot know of them? Mean, I like, think your like best like, player I, Carey Price isn't going to be pumped about no, it. No, and, and they yeah like it was weird because I think you're right be, among the team PK was beloved. Maybe to, like, the, the organization, even the fan base, he was maybe less loved. Um, yeah, he's a great team player. I mean, he's one of those guys that you always see him out there. And, yeah. and you see, you know, he's bringing smiles to guys on his team face. It sounds ridiculous, but it's what he does. He's PK an energy Suban's guy. that one, one of those players that I think any team in the NHL would love oh, yeah. to have on their squad. Um, and then the one thing I wrote about today was how, you know, he he will likely just slide right in where Shea was and play with Roman Yossi, and the two of them together look out. That is such a dynamic offensive D-pair. Like, that yeah. could be the best pairing in the NHL next year. I know, like Shea, like, Shea Weber and Yossi were already that, but, like, there's just something to say about Subban's ability to to jump in the rush and his skating ability to shot, and, like, Weber has... Has that shot, but he, and he, but he's just more of like a, a, a big stay at home type of guy compared to Subban. Just does it all. Even Taze today tweeted out earlier. Um, he tweeted, "Oh, like congrats. It sucks to see Shea Weber leaving Nashville." But he said, "This is great for me because I don't have to worry about getting hit by that shot anymore." But to be honest, I look out now because now PK and Yossi on the back end might want to might want to keep watching yourself, Taze. It's a uh, it's a dangerous combo. And it's funny because we were just discussing the NHL draft a little bit, bust and not bust and whatever. It's funny to say how good Subban and Weber are, considering both of them uh, were second-round picks, not first-round talents like everybody freaks actually out actually happens a lot with D-men, dude. D-men oh, tend to be yeah, overvalued they, in, sure. in the first For sure. they round. break out later in their years once they you know, There's a lot of huge D-men in the NHL that, that have fallen in the second round, but it's just funny to see like these are two potentially top five defensemen yeah. in the NHL that both fell in the second round. Um, but that's pretty much it. Yep. That's all we've got. Let's head over to the Blue Stones and then when we get back from the break, we're just going to break down our top ten uh, free agents that are expected to hit the market unless they pull a stamp coast on us. Um... They're expected to hit the market on Friday, and we'll just discuss kind of who they are as players and who they might sign with, who they, they might fit in with well, better welcome than Welcome back to episode so, number 2 Enjoy 27, the boost the for now. We'll see, we'll see you back, back here. here. So we're just going to... Improving every year, hopefully that's the plan. Um, but now that Steven Stamkos is off so the free agent say. market, um, I think we could probably all be in agreement here that Kyle Ocposo is arguably the top name yep. on the free agent market. That's our guy. Yes. Says as much about Kyle Ocposo, or says as much about the free agency market as it does Kyle Ocposo. Alpost is an interesting case because he's always had JT just right there by his side. It's gonna be interesting to see when he signs with another team. JT and Kyle. Everyone everyone knew about it. Yeah. He started playing uh, away from him more uh, last this, year. This yeah. year, yeah. He played over half of his minutes away from Tavares. Still saw a better production with him, obviously, but he wasn't all that bad. Half of his even strength points came uh, without JT on the ice with him. So obviously there's probably gonna be a slight dip, but you know, he's always uh, He's always had more assists than goals, right? Like, for a decent amount. He's broken 40 assists. And it's downs. funny because when you... He's very capable of driving play on his own. And from a scouting report standpoint, you would almost look like if you were to break up Poso down as a player, you'd almost talk about him as, like a, as, as a pure goal scorer more. But he has, you're right, always out, outproduced himself in assists uh, rather than goals. No. Um, he's missed 37 games over the last three years, which is... Um, a little bit of a concern. Uh, last sure. year he only missed four, which is not a big deal. Um, but over the last three years he's averaged twenty six goals and forty six assists, uh, good for seventy two points per eighty two games. He obviously hasn't appeared in eighty two games over that stretch, but that just goes to show the type of production uh, Okposo is capable of. Seventy and th- nowadays, is that's that's a solid player. It's huge, right? For sure. Um. Another not-so-70-point guy coming up here. Well, yeah, Louis Erickson's number two on the list. He appears to be uh, heavily coveted by uh, basically everybody. Every day something pops up on my phone saying, oh, this guy wants Louis Erickson, blah, 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 blah. Uh, It seems like Boston is very keen on keeping him. Yeah, they really want to re-sign him. Like, everything I see about... Which flashbacks six months and... Ago and they were looking to move him for just about anything. And now they're like, "We got to resign yeah, this guy. We're really we're re- willing to like." Yeah, up- did, it definitely picked forward. a sweet time to have his comeback season. Yeah, yeah he um, knew it was up. But Erickson's just one of those guys. He's a solid two way player. Uh, he's been basically undervalued his entire career, uh, and he he's shown the potential to be thirty goal, thirty assist player on multiple occasions. So mm-hmm. it it it's. He's just a very strange player because he is so he has been so consistent. Um, And last year, obviously, had a strong year with Boston. Well, he hasn't like he doesn't uh, actually produce a ton of shots, but he's held like a solid shooting percentage through like the his whole career. Pretty much, yeah. He like he shoots at thirteen point nine percent for his career, which is which is really good. But um, definitely above average. But you know that definitely susceptible to having dips. You look what happened the two seasons before, and he was I think around five and six percent. Last year, and those are his down years. So that's kind of the game you're playing with Louis Erickson It can be a little dangerous. Um, but if he's shooting that 15, like he's gonna get you 30 goals. Yeah. Well, that's but, a big. Uh, that's a big he, if He's always been one of my favorite fantasy picks for years because he's just like so undervalued, and he all like he's so capable of 30, 30 seasons, and it just mm-hmm. that's tough to come by. Yeah. Especially definitely. you pick him up in the later rounds. Biebs, uh, you got anything to add on Louis? No, um, speaking of guys who were traded for earlier on draft picks, that's Louie, um, traded for Sieg's. So, yeah, you know. at least he's not named Adam Larson. Um, yeah, equally also <laughs> really bad trade. Yeah. Uh, number three on the list, uh, D's favorite player. Yeah, we were talking about how the jury is not really out on Taylor Hall. The jury is like super not out, I think, about Milan Lucic either because some people love this guy and the other half of people just hate this guy's Is he gut. worth paying the fine to do the tampering if you're Vancouver's GM? Because I really don't think he was. Like, he's probably not even worth the contract that he's about to sign. Oh, well, so I could have told you that. Neither back. of these guys are. They, yeah, no. I mean, the market's in a down None year. None of these so top 10 will be extra. It's, it's weird, markets. though, because there's so many... There is some big-ass names on the free agent market, but they all are just kind of on that steady decline. But Milan... Is well, the next three guys are all pretty comparable. We could probably yeah, group them all together. I agree, yeah. but Lucic is like Lucic is different because he's so physical. He's a big body, physical. Some might call him dirty. Um, I think Backus is just as equally physical, or yeah. more physical. Yeah. Oh, he. I love David Backus, and we'll get to him in a probably minute. Get knocked out though, as Duncan <laughs> But Lucic's averaged twenty goals and thirty assists, like. Per 82 games in his entire career, if you take out his rookie season, which he didn't really play a prominent role. Which he wore yeah. like, number so 46 50, in as well. 50 so, points, yeah. and then he also adds a ton of size and a ton of physicality to your lineup. That is a pretty important player to have on any roster. Good scoop. But LA scooped him last year, and I mean, where did, it, where did that get them? First round knockout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I placing can't, that on Lucic—it's <laughs> all I, on you, Milan. I can't, yeah. I, 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 I won't friends. put all the blame on Milan Lucic, but I mean, like, I, I know he's got awful. I just think he's overrated. Yeah, I think he's overrated too. But, but like for me, like uh, he is apparently number three on the Red Wings' wish list now, number two since Stamkos is gone. And for so me, as a Red, get behind it. As a Red Wings fan, I'm a little intrigued by he because that is. Like him. No, that's just the type of player that like the Red Wings just, just have never had. Never had a yeah. big physical guy that's gonna go out never and had get anyone who hits. Period. Never gonna go, get two hundred hits and get twenty goals. Like it's disrespecting Bob Probert right now. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but that's that's going back like before Our fantasy was, yeah, hockey was, I was even disrespecting a thing. Bob I take that. Up. I'm sorry, Bob. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> Jesus Alright let's move on To David Backus Since we'd, uh, we've we already Mentioned him uh, D It sounds like you got a little To say about Mr. Backus I think he's solid I think he's probably Like I don't know Flying under the radar A little bit Going into this shot. I think he's As consistent Probably more consistent Than Lucic it's just, I guess, well, actually, he played quite a bit of wing last year too. I just feel like you're going to be able to get him at a, a better price than Lucic, and maybe not. I could be wrong. I think him, I him, think they'll be comparable. We're talking happens. leaders too. I think I honestly think Backus is a great yep, he guy. Had a him team. Him yeah. He had a captain behind. definitely wore the C And a good team in in St. Louis. <laughs> so there's that. Lab. Andrew Ladd also wore the C. Also, Andrew Ladd didn't. If wear we're the going C. back to David Backus here for a second. The, you don't want to touch that. The yet. one difference yeah. between between uh Lucic and Backus is that Backus is phenomenal both ends of the ice. Uh, they both tally a ton of hits. If you look at David Backus, he's got the ninth ninth most hits in the NHL in the last 3 years. I think Lucic ranks sixth in that category. So both are going to take more physical dumb penalties.
2: That's all it is. Yeah.
1: and <laughs> numbers wise, though they're very similar players. Um, I think it's just honestly, like, I'm shocked that Bacchus is even hit the market. I thought a hundred percent he was gonna yeah. resign in St. Louis. Couldn't so that's another player. And still oh, I would love in Detroit. Oh yeah. my god, David Back. I, I think here. anyone would love Backus at this point. Um he's getting up there in years. Though, I'd almost know? put him at like my own personal um, free agent list here. I'd almost put him up up there at two fighting for one of Ok Interesting. I I do think he's uh I think he's a stud. Um, but we, we can move on to another stud. Move, who, move, yeah, moving on to another another guy that's probably yeah. three years too late to hit the free agent market is Andrew Ladd. Uh, Ladd's obviously, he went from Winnipeg, yeah. being the captain of Winnipeg. Heard his to, stock. To Chicago last year. and He yeah. really uh, did not have a great time in his return to the Blackhawks. Uh, but he is really just a solid all-around forward. Uh, he's got... As some people describe, a championship pedigree, uh <laughs> it, it, whether or not you want to look at that as an yeah, actual asset or in during the years. Yeah. yeah. Could I return to, to Winnipeg? Pedigree. amazing team. Yeah. Pedigree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. pedigree. Guy's <laughs> a winner. <laughs> people love it. Let I, Winnipeg to yeah, just, one playoff series. Just, guy's <laughs> a winner. Guy's are a winner. Would you guys sign Andrew Glad? Yeah, probably not for what he's gonna get. Not no. what he's gonna get, but I, you know, it's if he so fucked It's not right. even the money that's the problem with these guys. It's the Beach. term, it's the term that they're gonna get. Term and yeah, and and I think you're gonna. It's gonna be a contract where you're you're signing a guy until he's in his late thirties, and how many guys do you want in their late? 30s? See, this is exactly kind of this is exactly my problem with the next guy here, Franz Nielsen. Ooh. The Red Wings are rumors to be very interested in Nielsen. <laughs> Just but, Red Wings. I don't know if we'll you guys have noticed this theme, but the Red Wings are rumored to be in no. contention with everyone. No, I just said Lucic and Nielsen. And Stall is coming next. They're bodcrafted out of heard. No, you know, no, just, no, no, no. You said you wanted Backus. Yeah, you did say you wanted Demers, too. <laughs> <laughs> I just said I want Backus. They They're want not Rod rumored to back up. Red All Bacchus. I'm trying to say is that Nielsen, apparently his agent is obviously like every other highly touted free agent, is looking for term. But Nielsen's a guy that's 32 years old. So you give him five, six years... All of a sudden he's up there 37, 38 years old at the end of his contract and he's not worth the the four million that he might get or No, three. I think I don't know I think uh, we might see a team kinda overpay to yeah. keep the term down on Nielsen. Like Which would be totally okay. And that, that's I would like maybe somewhere like the three or eighteen million dollar range. Totally, I could see it. Yeah. Totally, Mike Green like, eh? yeah, or like Super Mike. That's Green. how like that's exactly how I feel about a lot of these guys. Like these are guys that I, want. I would do that with everyone, but yeah, that's like that's me. the term is just outrageous. But a lot of those guys don't want because Nielsen's not stupid. He's like, okay, well, I'm gonna sign that, and then I'm gonna be thirty five and no one's gonna. Yeah, well, I'm I mean, gonna sign for a million dollars or you know have to go on a trial. You might make tri- it. Tri- just contract. To, obviously, just depends on what else is on. The- Unless you're Mac Collin, you sign like until you're uh, yeah. fifty seven years old just $1 million each year. But Kaelin, Brock, uh, I heard if they sign Nielsen, then they're just automatically in the contention for Matt Martin as well. So, Yeah. Detroit's, uh, <laughs> That'll add some physicality to it. But I love Nielsen, though, really. He's a great playmaking center. Um, the one thing that makes Nielsen different from a lot of these other free agents is his ability to play at both ends of the rig. He was, uh, he was prominent on the Islanders' power play this year, but he was also Huge on their penalty kill, which ended up actually ranking fourth in the NHL. So when you can sign a guy that can just do all that and then also rack up, you know, 50, 60 points, that's huge. Um, One guy where really where his contract and it just destroyed his free agent value is Eric Stahl. We saw him go to New York after that trade last year and only put up six points in 20 games. Like not at all the Eric Stall numbers got to that we play with Mark though. Yeah, whoop de doo, eh? <laughs> all of a sudden Jordan became the better the better the, the better stall brother, the best stall brother. Yeah, you're right. And then Eric got shipped out of town and yeah. Apparently he's off the Stall family's over the hill. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, where's Jared? Is he coming? He's coming I don't now. like Jared to ever come But like, it's Stahl, like Stahl, like Stall is this is the one player that I totally agree with you on what you just said about Nielsen is that he is the type of player that you give a small term on, but overpay. And just take a chance and hope that. Stephen Steven you know, like. Could end up working out for him too, right? Like if he has a couple of productive seasons, mm-hmm, yeah. he can land another one of those. Another deals nice in three deal, years. exactly. I think Eric Stahl is the most intriguing name on the free agent market because he was so good. I'm intrigued, and in the right. If you've got D intrigued, you got it going. That's you got nice it going one. on. Yeah, you're an ass. Attention right. is not easy to grasp, yeah. <laughs> but he just like he was so good. <laughs> he was you're like I, got I can't. Even... Or your name is Eric. Yeah. Right. <laughs> two things. I can't. He's even... got them both. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> I've never seen his ass, but it, apparently it's good. <laughs> D says he's got a hockey butt. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. They <laughs> make <laughs> specific genes for hockey players for a reason. Do they actually? Yeah, they do. Well, it's claws. a known fact because if you're doing all these squats and all these leg workouts to power your legs. Get a bigger actually, ass, their legs dude. are actually insane. Yeah, well, I, I don't, don't, I don't question that. Especially the short guys. Like Brian Giante's legs, yeah. legs? Are you kidding me? Well, have you ever seen like was it Martin Saint Louis? His like legs were like yeah. legit tree Yes, yeah, they all are, dude. They're crazy. Yeah, when he stands still, people. That's why we use him for a treat That's why. We that's why Doug McLean asked to see, Pissard, Brassari, Derek Pissard's legs. <laughs> Yeah, video. Video. Is that that was the <laughs> most... Yeah. it's yeah. like uh, it's getting pretty weird. The borderline as awkward as Pierre McGuire complimenting no, I think it's a uh, seventeen-year-old. Who it was there? Dreger's uh, long <laughs> <laughs> stick. No, Detition, Yeah, that's who it was. Detition. You're the an announcer the big yeah. stick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Th- thank, thanks, Pierre. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we could get that guy on as a guest one day. It would be the best. Yeah, he compliments seen. my stick. Honestly. If Finally. the trajectories continue, we're probably gonna meet eventually. He's just yeah. gonna keep on <laughs> He's or going down, steadily, we're going up Steadily rise, and he's gonna just keep plumbing we in the You know the names and we had last at that episode? Time. You know who we could probably get? Is Glenn Healy since he PJ just got Stalk. let go? Yeah, we yeah. get PJ stocked. We get both of them, but we shots. might George Strombo. So <laughs> Strombo could probably like end up being a co host or something. Yeah. Real talk. Yeah. On this uh, Oh the my re- god. Yeah, he'll be the co host so we'll be there. I'd be Actually. the one that would get let go. Strombo would be rolling in his tight-ass suits yeah. and he'd be the new host of the Daily Faceoff yeah, podcast. trade like people become. wouldn't have to see his socks, so yeah, they'd find yeah. fine. It'd <laughs> be a trade as big as the Subban-Weber <laughs> trade. Just, we've we've dealt <laughs> with straight up for, for George, George Strong. Strong levels. Levels. <laughs> and the hockey Twitter, Twitter would blow up. Twitter would blow like up. Like, four people would tweet about it. Yeah. Six. Okay, yeah. Not as many as retweeted there, Brock. suits. Super down to watch Brock on Hockey Night in Canada. Yeah. Wearing tight-ass suits. Yeah. That'd be pretty small yeah. suit. Yeah, to say it would have to be like the smallest suit Baby for it to be a suit. tight suit on yeah. me, it would have to be outrageously small. Yeah, you're shopping in the child's department. Yeah, oh, sure. yeah. or the women's suit department. Yeah, that's a different nice pantsuit. You want to wear a pantsuit, yeah. bro? Nice I wonder if people suit. that like follow Daily Face Off think I'm like significantly bigger than I actually am. No, no, they know I'm the beef here. No, I'm just kidding. I'm they don't, they don't I don't that. think anybody actually has any idea like who's behind the... <laughs> what are you, like 125 pounds? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty close. Soaking wet. No. Soaking A little wet. heavier than that. But boys, let's... We got real off track oh, speaking there. Speaking of Somebody mentioned Glenn Healy it, or actually it was Pierre Maguire that got us yeah, all messed up. Yeah. Pierre uh, does not We well. got three guys left to talk about here. We got Mikel Bodker. Beeps, we'll start with you on Couple this one. Sharks. Uh yep. He went... To your avalanche this offseason, or not this offseason? This great deal. Previous season really helped um uh, Obviously, didn't work out yeah. at all. Totally he pushed was, us into the playoffs. guy has tremendous speed. But break down Mikel Bodker for for a second here. Um, as much as your seconds up, oh, I was gonna, oh, oh, thanks. Um, as much as the <laughs> one of those Bodker guys, eh? deal uh, made kind of absolutely no sense for me last year, I, I, I liked it because I did like the talent that Bodker had, and I like the idea of Colorado getting the first shot to resign him. I didn't like the idea of bringing him in for a playoff picture, um, since obviously they did not make that. <laughs> Just yeah. no picture to be taken. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at that point, why are you trading away assets? Anyways, we got Margello. I'm, Can't I'm even take the um But I do think Bod- Bodker's a very, very talented player. I um, I, do, I, I believe he still has to hit his prime, and he's one of those guys where he's never really had... Is he like 30? 26. Uh, 26. Yeah, so I, I mean, he could be a stud eventually. He's been um, in the league forever, eh? He has been, yeah, and he's always kind of been a leader out there for Phoenix, and he's never really had anyone to play with. Phoenix he a guy jar. who's been decent... He was in Phoenix for the majority of his career, so roll up <laughs> for a sec. Actually, we're getting technical. He was always in Glendale. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Glendale. But anyways, respect the good people of Glendale. They paid for that arena. I do like the guy a lot, though. I think he's going to be one of those guys who gets one of those term contracts. I could see him getting a long, long contract with a, uh, a decent number. He'll go it. to like some s- yeah. super. He's got age on his side. He does. Super Standard mother team. mother yeah. time. Kind of looks a little bit time. like me too. So I got. He'll go to like Minnesota box. for like six years and just, like, disappear. Nobody yeah. even and remember him. No, except for he'll show up every time Minnesota plays Colorado, and I'll just be reminded of it, so it'll be good. He's got probably one of the best names in hockey, just the way it's spelled, Mikkel Bodker. Bodker. Was he Danish? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's all awesome, Mikkel. He wouldn't even be the best name on Minnesota. Well, that's because Nino Niederreiter takes the oh, K. I oh, I no, no, no. Or Kyle. Matt Dumba. That's No, like wait, Eric. Holla. Wasn't Clutterbuck? We just figured out. Clutterbuck was the one he who played traded for the Niederreiter. Oh, he was the one who got traded remember. Straight up. But I wanted to say his name because it's cool. Cal Clutterbuck's yeah. Or badass. Eric Holla. So there you go. Holla, Holla, if you're still, Holla, still Holla, with Holla, us Holla, from Holla. the first five minutes of the show, Niederreiter was traded Limited amount of people have tuned in this long. No, they're here. We're at like minute 50 now, and people are just like falling asleep in their There's like These guys are still talking. On yeah. to the next one, a couple sharks. Yeah, sure. No. You're wrong, Jason Demers. He, he was a shark. He was not a shark. Anymore. He played for the stars. A Dallas. A Dallas. Star- See, this is this Starring. is where this is where things get interesting for me. Um, Jason Demers. I really we talked about this pre-show. I really like Jason Demers Demers is a very undervalued asset on on a blue line but but when you're the top D-man on the free agent market you're gonna get so much money it's not even worth it like I don't want to Bring it up again, but the Red Wings need a defenseman. The Oilers <laughs> need a defenseman. Those type of teams need defensemen. But needs a defenseman. I think, I think Edmonton's the, gonna Apple, make a real run at Demers. Oh, yeah. for sure, especially after they didn't actually land a real defenseman today yeah. in the Taylor Hall trade. Uh, but like Demers is a great all-around defenseman. He's a great puck mover. <laughs> so he can play. He can play physical. Not a like, number one. But he's not worth, He's gonna get five, yeah. five times five or something like that, which. I think he's going to get, like, six. He I think if Demers is four. on your top pair, it's fine, but... It... I don't think you want him as your one. No, yeah. you're right. You yeah. He shouldn't be the best demon on your team. Yeah. Um, oh, but, dude, think about how good Jason Demers and Adam Larson are going to look <laughs> side by side on the top pair. And then you got Darn and Larson in the back. Oh, yeah. I'd potentially That's rather have Taylor Hall on my top pair. Plain defense, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, it's, it's like the totally least defensive force in the NHL. Even if he blows it, like he's catching the guy, in the but way. yeah, he's fast he's as hell and he can throw his body. Yeah, yeah so probably, sign him up. Yeah, throw you back know, back. he's gonna be able yeah. to move the puck. The Oilers are gonna sound like David Backes and just turn him into a defense. But dude, like, know. honestly, like, we don't need any more center no, bands. have like, him change like, on the fly every time. Oilers are the, the guys putting that contract on Franz Nielsen. That's like, oh, yeah, we needed him for six mil a year. Yeah, there's nothing we can do. Seven years, hands were tired We needed him, couldn't do anything about it. We needed him. So fans wanted it Everything. guys, to those tickets it happens. it happens Adam Larson your new I cap don't, I don't <laughs> know why just talking about David Backus playing defense or all these other players playing defense just reminded me like totally off topic did you Wade see B-Lack? no did you see the Cubs the other day just like having a pitcher playing left field yeah that was wild well. right? yeah. no but to, it was all they would they would rotate yeah me. it went to like the 15th, 15th inning. inning or whatever yeah Mark that- Reynolds played second base last night we're gonna talk about that <laughs> Can he even bend over? <laughs> Can he even touch his toes? No, that team's so injured they had a catcher playing shortstop against the Jays two nights ago. <laughs> yeah, they, Dude, their middle infield was yeah. their backup catcher and Mark Reynolds at second. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me every single anyway, ball you're hitting. Daily Dugout yeah. podcast is coming to Keep you soon. <laughs> Review! <laughs> Uh, but number ten on our top free agent list, last yeah. and potentially least, Detroit's future backup goalie. No way, unless we trade Jimmy. No, there's so... still. I thought they were still going okay, for him. Wait. He's on the top ten. They have to go for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going for everybody. We're gonna sign all of them. It's James Reimer, by the way. It's James Reimer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so big, James big Reimer, James. never heard of him. Obviously played on some pretty bad Toronto teams. Oh. Throwing shade. Whoa. Uh, but he has a career 279 goals against and a career well, 914 really save percentage. That's nice. a night nice, That's not bad. No, that's solid. Yeah, it's rock solid. That's like, but James is like when you think about cool. it now, like okay, so the team with the worst goalie in the NHL sure was Calgary. Yeah Now they have Brian Elliott So they yeah, have even, a second word score Even Reimer is When was, in, was the last time Brian Elliott played a full season? Yeah When was the last time Brian dude, Elliott Did Bri- load? He dude, tried in Colorado Bri- and okay. And okay It's weird because have 890 Yeah game. he was the issue in Colorado yeah, we, were, we were <laughs> We were talking about it <laughs> earlier About Craig Anderson one for one I <laughs> talked earlier about How Frederick Anderson's numbers Are rock solid Behind a very Quality Defensive Ducks team, yeah. they're solid, but they're not like St. Louis Blues. You're only getting 16 sh- shots against you, yeah. D- solid, and they're all well, yeah, they're the they're not. But Petrolangelo's Blocking everything else. Brian Elliott's that's numbers. Why is blocking shots? Is that guy <laughs> Brian Elliott's numbers? Like every year, I write about Brian Elliott. Brian Elliott's numbers in St. Louis were like out of this out of this world. almost like an F bomb there. That's how excited I were about Brian Elliott's space. numbers. This guys on the other side of the ocean. It was insane. So. I mean, obviously, Calgary is going to give up like seventeen to like thirty more shots per game than St. Louis is giving up. Yeah. But like, and he's going to have to play every game, and he's only getting old. But he does. Okay, all how China's, old is he? He's got to be hella old, like thirty 31, I 30, think. 30, yeah, I have no clue. Yeah, thirty-one sounds about right. Maybe thirty-three. 25. All that matters is like, where, where, where is 40. James going to go? Like, wait, who needs James right now? Um, um, anyone who needs a backup. The Leafs were rumored to be potentially yeah. reinterested in big game games Reinterested, yeah. but then that was before the whole Freddie Anderson thing who needs a 10 I mean you could still see Calgary maybe you know go for him no they to a love Yoni Ortio I can't blame him he's got some stud status it. is it's Al Toya still a thing and yeah he is he's, uh, he's one of the uh, oh he's a very real thing reading team. an article today it was the top 5 goalies that are in there and Al Montoya is number 4 like available? Yeah. So that shows how strong. The- oh they, no! But they just traded for Reto Berra in Florida, yeah, so we're not gonna talk about that. Well, actually, great deal for Colorado, because I mean, Reto Berra. Also, Longo's brother got a goaltending coach gig. Yeah. So there's that. So that now, whenever you yell Lou, someone's gonna respond. Someone. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, someone's paying. That's our okay. ten, though, eh? That's our ten. We didn't really talk about James Reimer really, at all. Yeah, and the so fact that he probably isn't going to even get a contract. He's, <laughs> he's going to be the next Justin Poggi and play in Italy. He's the best goalie. I just don't know if there's any uh, starting jobs. Not the, the next Justin. And goal. I you think James Reimer is a very capable. You know, side. actually, where he could go. Detroit. No, sorry. L.A., they they don't have a backup right now. He's already in California. Yeah, Might as well. Might as well stay. Yeah, That'd be a dirty tandem. You don't you don't want get up and He's Quake. going from NorCal to SoCal, though. Jay Quick and Jay Rhyme. Yeah, be a dirty tandem. Yeah, especially At if you a yeah. couple of J's. But, boys, it's been almost an hour of just trade and free agent oh. talk. It feels so good to be back on. Can we even say the air? Is this the air? This the web. The air. We're on the internet. Back on the, the pod. Inter-air. Back on the pod. Yeah. Uh, D, have fun in Toronto this weekend? Thanks, man. Beep. I gotta work in the morning. Holding <laughs> down the fort. Told you. <laughs> yeah, Biebs. Just make sure nothing worry, crazy got happens. Yeah. In, uh, got it. Don't worry. In Bell River, if you want to find me, you know or where. Or anywhere from. in the surrounding area. Um, yep. Uh, Hold it down. We will be back probably roughly the same time next week. Could I be. should we, be. I don't know, you guys uh, work schedules just are just too out of this world right so now. It's on hard our, to grind, bro. God forbid we do a show on the weekend. Yeah. God forbid you guys have real jobs and I work for my own house, <laughs> hey? I make mean, it sound like it's so easy to have free time. Yeah. Eh? Well To be fair, I work like three months out of the year. So Yeah. yeah. That's it. Quit pitching. are in that grind. Right Quit now. bitching. <laughs> but anyways, we'll see you guys back here same time next week ish. Uh, and we will break down All the siding signings, needs And I'm sure There'll be more tr- Big ass trades Probably Carey Price Probably be like On the move next yeah, week Carey Price For you on your turn. Connor yeah, To the doctor's office Connor, Boom Connor McDavid Straight up For like somebody Not good Cause like Peter Shelley's so drunk All the time Heard it here first No definitely not Gonna miss you guys Alright See boom. you next week Blue stones Have a candidate Thank
0: Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
1: When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market.